Hello, everyone, and welcome to the best and worst of Walt Disney World. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined this week, as always, by my good friend, Mr. Steve Porter. Hey, guys. And back in the production, Nook, our producer, Mr. Craig Williams. Hello. Along with associate producer, Rhino Clavin. Hello. Um, and this week, we have a topic which I'm sure is going to generate plenty of discussion. It's what we're going for. So uh, we've decided to do the top five worst types of guests at Walt Disney World. And Steve and I had a good time coming up with this list. And this is in no particular order here. They're all bad. They're all bad. I can't judge one over the other because they all suck. But uh, what's number five on the list, Steve? Okay, it's not what you think, but flashers. Not flashers as in that kind of flashers flash photography flashers those who take flash photography on dark rides especially are bad that's the those are the ones the ones where it specifically says no flash photography but that rule does not apply to them yeah so the rest of us have to have uh, an epileptic seizure because they're flashing away their cameras um in rides where it's really dark and it ruins it for everyone mm-hmm and again, you know, a lot of these things are, you know, there's a, there's, a, there's a thread running through all of these called selfish. This this attitude that we're the only ones in the park and nobody else matters. And that attitude that people have, I paid a lot of money to be here. Well, so did everyone else. You're no more important than the guy next to you. And it's one of the things that if you spend any time in a theme park, you spend any time in a crowd anywhere, you kind of get to see where civility and just basic decency kind of goes out the window with some people. You know what? For every one of these people, I want to say this up front, for every one of these people, there are a hundred that are wonderful. Uh, Unfortunately, one bad apple spoils the bunch sometimes, and certainly that's the case when you have the flasher, uh, somebody who's taking those pictures in dark rides. It's especially stupid on a lot of these dark rides because they're not meant to have light on them. Like Pirates, for example, when you take a flash, it shows some background stuff or, you know, the flash hits areas that's not supposed to be exposed to light and you get a picture with weird stuff in the picture anyways. It just doesn't make sense. Now, does this include the people who are watching fireworks and just leave their flash on even though they're taking video of it? Well, we can certainly. Well, I see it, it, that's not as annoying because uh, I mean, oh, out, no. I no. think it's bad too. <laughs> it might be worse. So, because when you have that on, it's just everyone's like looking in the same direction as that's. Can I ask a question? Why does doing the, anything? Why does the nook look like it was lit by Ed Wood? <laughs> because it, it was. <laughs> I mean, Rhino, Rhino has this whole Phantom of the Opera thing going on, and Craig is practically in the shadows, in the dark. It's shots set up for uh, the different schemes for the other shows right now. Okay. But, all right. Well, I mean, I, you know, we can clump those people in, um, you know, the fireworks people. But, yeah, the flashers uh, certainly make our list. What's, uh, what's number four, Steve? Number four, we have the... St- yeah, I cannot talk today. The stream strollers, not the steam rollers. The steam strollers. Yeah. These are the people that take their their strollers with their children, usually that are 14 years old, uh, in them, and just barrel through crowds 
like they're just going to knock everyone out of their way. Hitting ankles. In fact, this happened to my wife when she was still my when she was just my girlfriend. There was they hit the back of her ankle. She was less important then. No, she was still very important. <laughs> but but was, it hit the back of her ankle so hard that it was her ankle was bleeding. You you will find these people in first aid all the time with the the uh, the uh, the ankle injuries from strollers. And you know it's not and it, 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 as though it's not bad enough that you get nailed by one of these things. The people doing it almost never say, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry." They just keep going. They keep going. They just keep going. And uh, look, I understand we got to have strollers in the parks. It's a necessary thing. You got to have them. But you know what? You're not the only person there. You're not the only one in the park. And, and I will say there are sometimes when heavy crowds can make it extremely difficult for strollers to get through. Um, and in those incidents, I'm sure there are times when strollers are accidentally hit into people's ankles. Well, but those people apologize. These people will, like you said, ram right and then they will glare at you like it's your fault. Well, we probably got to throw in an honorable mention here um, on the other side of the steam strollers. And that's the idiots that jump in front of them. Um, and I've seen this, you know, when my mom would be in the park and we'd have a wheelchair. <laughs> the people that jump in front mm-hmm. of the wheelchair and then get hit and act like you did something. Well, no, I was going, you jumped in front of me. I'm not trying to hit you. I'm trying to be really mindful of that. And certainly if I knock into somebody accidentally, I'm going to apologize. But don't jump in front of a stroller or a wheelchair either. Mm-hmm. So there's a there's an honorable mention to be made on the other side of that. What's next on the list? This is your word, not mine, but the prey douches. <laughs> uh, I'm from New Jersey. That's not a word. It's a comma. Um, <laughs> but yeah, these are the people that you find your perfect spot for the parade. You know, you set up. You're you, get, all, you get there early. Yep. You know, good and early. Get your spot in the parade. Route. Waiting there for 30 minutes to an hour. And suddenly, right before the parade starts, you have a big family of four or whatever that just sits right in front of you. And or tries to work their way in front. Yeah, because or, or nudge in a spot that really does not have room for more than maybe a two-year-old, but it's a 40-year-old, like, husky guy. Or, uh, it's just the worst. You know, there, uh, there are, there's another version of the parade douche. Um, and those are the people that will not let children stand in front of them. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Now, let's say you... You, you got to this spot in this space and you, early and you scoped it out and you've been sitting there patiently waiting for the parade and the family of parade douches come up and they're trying to get in and they have t- little kids. You know what? This is what I do. I turn around and say, your children can stand in front of me. You stay there. And that is what you should do. I don't need to block... A child. The child standing in front of me certainly is not going to affect my ability to enjoy a parade. The whole family standing in front of me is a little different when I've been staking out the spot. So again, there are, there, there's room both for this sides. on both sides. Um, and, and again, it's just about being mindful of your fellow guests. Yes, you know, the children are not to blame because their parents are idiots who don't plan for the parade or think that they can just arrive five minutes before and watch it from wherever they want. Children aren't to blame for that. So I always try and, you know, make a little space. And if your kids want to stand up here, by all means. Agreed. Uh, Number two, 
we have the Rohog. This is essentially the person that goes into a big theater and they only go halfway down the row. I will say there are times when people can be smart about this. If you're there on a not busy day at all, you can kind of gauge how many people are coming in the theater and maybe find a seat that you don't have to go all the way down, maybe go 75% let's, of the Let's just way. explain this a little bit to those who may not be familiar. Normally, when you go into a theater-based attraction, a theater-type attraction, they will tell you, move all the way to the end of the row. Now, if it's a day where it's busy and that attraction is going to fill, you need to move all the way down to the end of the row so that everybody can get in. What people do is they'll go halfway because they want the best. They want this particular spot in the middle, and they stop there, making everyone else have to step over them. Now, with those people, when it's a crowded day, I will intentionally step on their feet. I will intentionally step on them because you're an idiot and you deserve that for not listening to basic instructions. Move all the way down to the end of the room. Or, or what I, I saw as a cast member all the time, basically, it'll fill up to that half point, And then you have, you know, sometimes hundreds of people, if it, depending on how big the theater is, that then have to go all the way around the theater and come back the other way, which delays the show from starting. Right. Because then everyone, it just doesn't work. It's supposed to fill in rapidly and then, you know, <laughs> but people just don't listen and I've, I've, as a cast member, had to kind of not scream, but have a stern voice with some uh, guests that come in and say, ma'am or sir, you really have to move and you'll see those people and they'll just hunker down and it's incredibly annoying. Yep, I, and that's, yeah, drives me insane. Drives me insane. Follow basic instructions. Again, selfish. I'm the only person in the park, and my comfort is all that matters. But What's next on our list? Last but not least is the line cutter. And this is basically self in- self-explanatory. It's the people that will just try to get to the front of the line. They see that 45-minute wait timer above, and they say, I'm not waiting. Well, that. The, common, the, the common strategy is one person will get in line and get to a certain point in the line. And then all of a sudden, 10 members of their family or 10 of their friends come cutting through the line to mm-hmm. join them. And you see this a lot with tour groups of all stripes and sizes. I'm not singling out any one group. You see it with all of them. Mm -hmm. Um, But people who think the line, you know, the wait in line is not for them. That doesn't apply to them. That just applies to everybody else. And we're special. Yeah. And I I will say this doesn't apply to the one person that really just needs to run out, run to the bathroom and come right back. That's different. That's different. That's it's different. the person, it's the, the group of five or whatever that add, jumps in with mom right at the very end. Yes. It's like, that's not how you do it. That's not how line, lines work. And it's unfair to everyone else. I think people think that they, this is a good strategy for them to make sure that dad and the kids can get more rides in while mom waits on the next line. But there are other people in that line that would love to do that too, but they're just not douches and not jerks. I mean, not everyone in that line... Uh, everyone in that line could pull off the same strategy, but they're just not being, I won't say what I want to say. But yes, incredibly bad people. That's a bad, nice You're a bad man. That's, <laughs> that's, that's I, the extent I, of Steve's stern well, warning. Well, I wanted to say something else, but it will not go well. Okay. So read them off to us again. What are the, so uh, the have, five worst types of Disney, resort, or Disney uh, theme park guests? Number five, we have the flashers, the flash photography people. We have number four, the steam strollers that ram their strollers into your ankles. We have number three, the parade douches, those who jump in front of you at the very end or right before the parade. Number two, the row hogs, those who stop in the center of the row. And number one, the line cutters. 
And there you have it. That's our opinion of the five worst types of guests at Walt Disney World. And that will do it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Join us again next week for another edition of the best and worst of Walt Disney World. Have a great day, everybody.